Hey gang, this is Trent Chattaker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick. For each week, we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. Momentum is the possession of motion, requiring effort and time to stop it. Chiropractically, momentum is the progress of dis-ease or health requiring time to stop it. R.W. Stevenson. In today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding on Big Mo, otherwise known as momentum. And we're going to relate it chiropractically. And as you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. And feel free to tag us at today's tick. Now let the class begin. Momentum as it relates to your quality of life depends upon the philosophical state of survival values as it relates to your state of function over a given amount of time. If you want to dive into what survival values are, you can check out our previous episode where I go into detail on that. Another way of saying it about momentum is um, it's gains are when your body is adapting to stress over a given period of time. And losses are when you are lacking adaptation to stress over a given period of time. And which way you're moving is going to increase momentum in that favor. And so losses are a failure to adapt to stress subtracted by the gains or ability to adapt would equate your survival value in a given time period. Question for you is how are you adapting to stress over a period of time? Um, because that is going to determine if your momentum is in favor of dis-ease or well-being. And so there is no process that does not require time, which we've dived into on a previous episode as well on here. And there is no time where survival to stress is not necessary. So adaptation and time uh, together create momentum. And no matter what you choose to do to raise your quality of life, time will always be a factor. And how you are adapting to stress in that time period determines your momentum. And uh, it's like being in shape. Once you get in shape, it's easier to stay in shape um, than being in and out of shape and trying to get back into shape. And that's due to momentum. Here's another example. Takes about 38 weeks for a baby to fully develop all of its organs and body systems before it's ready to be born. And in those 38 weeks, what the mother does eat and drink all affects their survival values and the momentum for that baby's quality of life. Takes about here's another example. Takes about seven days for a minor cut to be healed. And in those seven days, are you protecting the cut from infection or irritation? Uh, from new stress um, or are you protecting it and allowing uh, the big momentum to take its place for healing back to a normal state 
So time is always a factor. And if you want to see results from what you're putting your time and energy into, try focusing in on the current action that you're taking rather than the results from the momentum uh, that you're looking for because results are always in effect and results always take longer than expected. They usually cost more too than what you want to pay for unless you're proactive in your in your investment choice. So focusing in on the results uh, may shift your focus to how long it's taken rather than um, what you want. So rather than having uh, positive survival, survival values, you're building in favor of adaptational success. If you're only focused in on the results, you're going to lose sight of what is necessary to get you there. So the results you're looking for will come with time, um, specifically in your quality of life if you're choosing to invest uh, into yourself. But it may take longer than you're expecting, uh, which can cause frustration and fatigue if uh, if you keep your focus on on just the result at hand. Now, don't get me wrong; you got to have results before you. Uh, you know, if you're doing something, you don't want to do something just to do it. You want to do something to get a positive result from it. But where I'm taking this conversation is, is momentum uh, takes time. Momentum uh, requires uh, consistency and consistency is the key to momentum. So consistent action will move momentum in the direction of achieving your goals and getting you to where you want to be over time. Um, but it takes a lot of uh, consistent action over a period of time for momentum to show you results. So by focusing in on the work, effort, and consistent action that you're taking, it gives you confidence that positive change is taking place and momentum's in your favor. And we just got to always be cognitive that time is always going to be a part of the process. So remembering to enjoy the process uh, in reaching your desired result or quality of life that you're looking for is part of the name of the game. And uh, there's plenty of success quotes out there that relate directly to this momentum episode in regards to life is not necessarily about the destination, but it's more about the journey. And, uh, and the journey is going to shape you and who you're going to be when you're striving towards that destination. So you got to have a destination in mind and you got to know what you want to get out of it. But you also have to realize that um, momentum swings back and forth depending upon a lot of different factors. And we have to be patient in that momentum oscillating force bringing us back and forth. And for those that are ready for a change in uh, the current quality of life that you're at, uh, try not pointing the finger at um, circumstances around you, but instead uh, looking inward and being 100% responsible for the actions that have um, been taken or maybe haven't been taken that need to be taken. Uh, Because being responsible for your own well-being is really no easy task. I see it all the time in my quality of life, and I suffer consequences of the choices I make or the choices I'm not making. And so I can sympathize for how every day we have so many choices on uh, what we need to um, decide for our survival values and for our adaptation to stress and for our momentum working in our favor. And we're constantly faced with choices that are going to either 
um, build us up or tear us down. That's the easiest way of looking at it. And we have to be aware of those choices and uh, keep our focus on those choices because that is um, swinging the momentum uh, forces either in your favor or against you. And my recommendation is one way to harness momentum in your favor towards a higher quality of life is to start looking at stress as an opportunity to become um, stronger uh, through the, uh, the, uh, the pure force of adapt, adaptation or adapting to it. You see, um, if you look at your struggle or challenges that you're currently facing as an opportunity to take 100% responsibility for in overcoming that stress. Um, so you're not going to allow the stress to shape you, but you're going to, or tear you down, but you're going to allow it to shape you to become stronger. Uh, what happens is you'll start creating stronger physiological survival values uh, that is very similar to um, weightlifting. You know, when you go to the gym, you're lifting heavy weights because those heavy weights require that stress to um, build stronger muscle. And the secret to stress is the more you can adapt to the invasive forces that stress poses on your physiology, the higher your survival gains um, will become. Uh, and so that gym uh, example is the easiest one I can uh, explain to you that, you know, if you're bench pressing um, 100 pounds every day, every week when you go to the gym and you don't increase that stress then that's all the stronger you're going to be in the gym. But the more weight you add to that, uh, the more you put on there, and now you're up at 225 pounds, uh, the greater the resistant forces need to become in order to not allow that barbell to smash you in your chest. And so the process of adding muscle tissue in response to the weightlifting adaptation in the form of survival values can be in your favor on a day-to-day -day basis. If you're sitting in your chair for uh, six to eight hours a day at home working, and that is literally winning in the game of momentum where you stand up at the end of the day and you're unable to um, move because you're in so much pain or because your body's just not adapting to that stressor. Now you have to ask yourself, what can you do um, that would allow you to have enough strength to sit there for eight hours and uh, not be torn apart or not lose in that game of momentum um, against you? So when utilizing this perspective towards stress, uh, the negative challenges such as sitting in that chair all day um, can become actually a builder of momentum because now you're looking at that chair and you're saying, all right, maybe I need stronger hip flexors and I need stronger glutes to uh, keep me upright so I've got good posture and that posture doesn't break me down halfway through the day. And so you start a weightlifting program, you start a walk-in program, you start a bike riding program, and you start working on your core to keep you standing upright so that you can sit in that chair for eight hours. Now what just took place was a turn of events. That negative stressor actually allowed you to become stronger. Resistance builds strength and you can decide right now if you want your current stressors to either um, build you into a stronger person because it's there and there's a potential for it 
uh, through that recuperative power to adapt and to heal uh, at a higher quality of life. Or you can choose uh, to look at the stressors in your life as as uh, status quo and you are um, you are only who you're going to be and you're not going to do anything about it, which I don't think is you because you're listening to this episode right now, which means you're interested in finding ways at becoming smarter, stronger, and healthier. And so looking at obstacles or challenges that you're confronted with as an opportunity to take the stress and turn it into a positive survival value uh, is... Um, looking at situational stressors as barbells for a higher quality of life. And I like that, um, that, that term there, barbells for a higher quality of life. Uh, it's, it's all around us. Every day we've got little uh, momentum uh, favors in, uh, in favor of our quality of life or coming up against us. And over time, winning the warlike battle of stress versus well-being can turn your survival values into thriving values is what I would call it, which isn't necessarily documented in the green books, which is where I get a lot of inspiration to write and teach you from. Uh, But your gains add up in your favor to outmatch the day-to-day stress that would typically beat an average gain and your gains become uh, too much for the stress to take on. And this is no longer a surviving factor. It's now a thriving factor. So thriving is a state of momentum over um, long periods of time in your favor. And that's what we should be shooting for right now more than ever in today's world, where the stress outside in this scary world seems to be against all odds against us. We need to find ways to Um, become the best person possible um, to adapt to what life throws at us. And uh, I believe thriving is that that opportunity to give you the greatest chance. It's not a guarantee, it's an opportunity. Because with thriving as an outcome, we are now looking for it. And it bears witness to mention that um, when momentum... um, has in the past or does um, go against you um, due to um, many factors um, such as genetic makeup or just pure chance, which happens. Um, We just have to be cognitive that challenges um, can come against you and your quality of life. And um, we just have to remember that this world is, um, uh, there's still a lot of unknowns. And so this is an educational podcast, not a um, uh, research podcast. I do not have research studies um, to document this is um, a, a, your chances of succeeding. This is a philosophical conversation to say, hey, your physiology is precious and how your body interacts with the envir- environment we live in has a lot of different factors involved and paying attention to the choices you're making day in and day out will work in your favor with momentum behind you, but there's always that variability. And so this is um, uh, a disclaimer for that variability when um, all things seem to be piling against you. We also have to have 
uh, cog cognitive recognition for um, those chance variables that none of us want to talk about or even discuss. But regardless of what current state of well-being you're in right now, um, you and myself and everyone listening really have two approaches towards um, today and tomorrow and every day moving forward. It is momentum towards positive adaptation to life stressors or it's compensation um, towards disharmony. And life constantly throws difficulties and challenges towards us and choosing to find ways to adapt to, adapt to life stressors is the name of the game. We need to constantly focus on adaptation and finding ways to take personal responsibility responsibility for your current state of momentum. Every decision you've made up to this point in your current state of condition has brought you to where you are and looking forward and finding ways um, today to become stronger so that the big mo can swing in your favor is the lasting advice I have for you on this episode. So I appreciate you sticking through this one with me. I enjoy our time together and I will see you or I will be with you on the next episode. Thanks. Bye. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As BJ Palmer said, you never know how far reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we'd like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risks associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.